Yep. Okay, everybody, Stephen Key here, and I have, like I said, a very special guest, Phil McKinney. He's here. So, Phil, you're a creative guy. I know you do a lot of stuff out there helping creative people. You've got everything from books, podcasts, articles. You've been doing this for your whole career. What do you do, and why would someone care to listen to the information you provide? What? Wh- who is that person? Is it an inventor, a creative person, a company? Tell us a little bit about you, and why would people care to listen to you? Well, in my, in my case, my own personal background, I've been in the innovation space for 30 years inventing. Um, I won my first product of the year award at the old Comdex show. Uh, now I'm really dating myself. Um, so I won a, a product of the year. That was my first time. I went on to win 14 product of the year awards over my career. Um, uh, just ones I directly involved, much less teams that I was coaching or advising. Um, ultimately, most recently, part of my current position, I uh, found myself as the chief technology officer at Hewlett Packard. So in, in running what we call the innovation program office. So effectively, it was the innovation team for all of HP. So our job was that team's job was to create the next generation of products and technologies. So a lot of what I get asked was always about what is it, you know, could could I, what I did to get achieve my success, could others learn it? And I'm a big believer that creativity is not a DNA thing. You, you can learn it like any other skill. It's like a muscle, but you got to exercise it. You got to use it. You got to go out there and, and you know, you're not going to wake up on a Friday and say you're running the Boston Marathon on Monday. So you got to commit to it just as you would commit to any other effort that is, uh, that you want to, that you want to commit to. So uh, so all the, the books, the podcasts, the article writing, all of that is one is to convey people, the lessons I've learned things, mistakes I've made also, um, listeners of it range from chief innovation officers at big multinationals down to, um, lone inventors in their garage who are trying who maybe have a, an interesting idea, but are struggling with, you know, how to move forward with it, how to turn it into something. And all of it came out of a conversation I had with my mentor, Bob Davis, who I went back to him after my, you know, when I was uh, at HP and I said, you know, look, the mentoring he gave me right out of college was second to none. And the amount of time he committed to my career, I, I don't know where I would have been without Bob's influence and direction. And I went back and asked him, how do I pay it back? He's now, he drive, he's retired and drives a bus for special need kids in Phoenix, Arizona. And he laughed because you can't pay it back. You know, you need to go pay it forward. You need to go find ways to pay it forward. And I did, you know, I, I'm a big believer in internships and coaching and mentoring and those kinds of things. But in this case, um, I started to experiment with a new kind of technology. Wow. A new thing called podcasting back in 2005. And we started that experiment in 2005, doing uh, doing a podcast to see if there if there's a way for you know for my pay it forward to scale it, and so uh, podcasting thing worked out pretty well, and we're still at it and uh, loving it. And I also see it as my creative outlet. I, I don't know I don't know what I'd go if I didn't do a show every week. I think I'd probably go nuts at this point. It's become part of my life. Give me the statistics on this podcast. It's the longest running podcast. Is that what I just heard? Yeah, it's the longest continuously produced podcast in history. We started in March 
of 2005. So we just wrapped up season 17. And on March 1st, we launched uh, season 18. And, they, and, and it kind of, you know, it's one of those funny things. And the fact that I now have listeners who are younger than the age of my podcast. <laughs> so does that that kind of that's kind of that indication that you're getting old, right? Okay. You've been doing something. But yeah, no, from the very, right. from the very, very early days, podcasting really got started at the end of 2004, Adam Curry and a bunch of the early uh, players. And then uh, we started March 5th, 2005 with episode number one. Thought it would just be kind of a fun experiment. We now, like I said, some, season 17, and we average about 50 shows a year wow. for, the, for the podcast. They got on there early. Now, you do a lot of writing about this, too. You've written how many, how many articles or blogs? What's the number on that? I do a weekly blog, so I do a weekly show for the podcast. This podcast is about 30, 35 minutes, and okay. you know you know how long it takes to get get a script ready to to actually start you know to do a show. It's a that's a little bit of a lift, and then the uh, the weekly articles. So I post regularly. I do that on my blog at filmmckinney.com, uh, which also gets cross posted to Medium and Substack, and you know you can find it pretty much everywhere. Um, but yeah, I do that. And then I used to be a contributor to Forbes. I was one of the first contributors to Forbes when they first put that together. I've kind of backed off on on, on those outside activities and have just focused because in my case, the reason I write the blog or I do the podcast is part of a strategy the, of paying it forward, which was really a challenge given to me by, by my early mentor, Bob Davis. So I'm kind of fulfilling a commitment I made which was to take what I've learned and, and give it away freely. So we don't charge for the content. Okay. Um, 100% of all the uh, royalties for my book go to charity. Okay. Um, anything left over out, out of real hard expenses, for instance, uh, on the podcast, Zoom is a sponsor, but anything left over that gets donated to charity. Okay. Uh, nothing comes to me personally. Now, you've got a book out too. What is the book called? I wrote it down here. It's called uh, it's, it's called Beyond the Obvious. Yes, and, and uh, it got it actually got initiated because of the podcast. So I was contacted by an agent, Mark Gerald, who is now my agent, um, who was a listener of the podcast, and you know said, "Hey, I think you've got a book in here." So this was would have been early 2010. Okay, and I'm okay. like, okay, I'm the CTO at, at HP. I'm traveling 45 weeks a year and get a you know 80 hour a week job when am I going to have time to write a book so but Mark and his team came alongside and and we took some of the early concepts that were in the podcast but also flushed it all a lot of it out to a lot more detail and um, the book came out um, I finished the manuscript in June of 11 and the book was released by Hyperion um in february of 12 and then hyperion's gotten acquired by uh, heshe so or hack it depending on how you want to pronounce it and uh, now it's in its third uh third printing fourth printing so it's uh continue even though it's 10 years it's 2012 so it's been 10 years the book's been out 10 years but it's it's uh still hanging in there still sells uh it's actually getting picked up by a lot of college classes now are uh, picking it up as is a textbook kind of, but it teaches really the the concept of uh, of how to 
how to re how to refine your own personal creativity and then how to look beyond that first obvious uh, idea that you have how do you dig deep how do you kind of unlock yourself um, not to do what 99% of everybody else does do the 1% take that one extra step and unlock uh, a much better idea much higher impact much better return um, uh, those kinds of ideas wow so if anybody that's that wants to exercise that muscle that wants to be more creative, more innovative, no matter if you're with the company or solo inventor, please follow Phil. We're going to put all the things down below because he has so many free resources. I love the free resources. So find Phil, listen to him. He knows what he's talking about. He's been doing it forever. Phil, thank you very much for coming on InventRight TV. Thanks for having me. 